Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. We back, just like that. My bun is so big that it's cut off on the um, video. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We're back. Happy yes, Friday. We're... Happy Friday, y'all. The week just flew by again. Dude, time stops for nobody. Oh my gosh, I know. I think that's why, like, I I have has me like freaking out, thinking like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting older, and time is going faster and faster, and I feel like I just I'm running out of time. Yeah, I have that feeling, like like panic feeling lately. It's just yeah, it's crazy. You don't think about that as much in your 30s. You started in your 40s. Now I'm we're going into our late, and we're on the other side of 40s. Yeah, I'm going to be 47. You're going to be 48. 48. 50's like, well, you know it to be here. Feels, I don't know. You just got to accept it as it comes because everybody's going to go through it. doesn't matter who you are. Time stops for nobody. Yeah, I try to live my life right just right now, just worrying about one day at a time right now because mm-hmm. otherwise it's overwhelming. Yeah, I try not to think too much about the future because then I get in my own thoughts and my worries get the best of me in my own head. And I tell my dad the same thing. He goes, he always says, what's going to happen? I said, dad, just, let's just take it one day at a time. What's, yeah. I mean, you what's, know? what's guarantees we're all going to that direction. I don't, you know, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's really tough I know. right now. With it him. is. I try to allocate as much time as I can to be over there and still get everything else done in life. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's a stressful time in my life for sure doing the best I can to show up anyway and just yes. get things done Yes, and keep functioning as best I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a lighter note, well, not necessarily lighter, but an interesting note, I wanted to, I've noticed some things lately and I wanted to talk about it, but um, the whole, the term politically correct. Where had that come about? Well, I ever just, looked at it? it's, I just want to talk about like how terminology changes over time. And, you know, it, it kind of gets you thinking because, you know, sometimes my dad, who's very, he's not racist or he's not, you know, he didn't teach us to be that way or anything like that, which I'm grateful for. Yes, of course. But still like older people tend to say things that are inappropriate. And they don't think about and they don't the think consequences about or feelings. But I'm starting to they don't have feel filters. like... As I get older, that I am that older person that doesn't know that things are not appropriate to say anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're not you now. We're going to be those people, and Tyler and Alyssa to us are going to be like, "Hey, hey, that's not appropriate to say." Like uh, basically, certain things we said in the '80s and '90s was okay. You can't right. say. Right, and so I wanted to go over some of the terms recently that surprised me. And I'm I'm just being honest. I just yeah, didn't sure. know. And it's awareness. You know, when once you're once you are aware, then you're responsible. Yes. Of to course. like, okay, I didn't realize this was no longer appropriate. I need to make an effort to say the right thing. And because even on this podcast, I I'm sure we've referred to things that are not quote unquote politically correct because that's the terminology that we grew up with. I know. That's true. You know? So just like I don't blame my dad, you know, I, I don't feel like I want to be blamed. And I'm not saying nobody has called me out or anything. I'm just saying it was interesting to me because I came across something or I, I think I was watching a, um, a YouTube video and that and someone said the word um, unhoused. They were talking about homeless people and, and they were saying the unhoused. So did you know that it is no longer politically correct to call somebody homeless? No. What do you it's, mean? It, yeah, that's that's so 
homeless is not politically correct. The new term for According the homeless. Hold on. According well, to who? It's just, that's what happens. That's what I'm trying to explain. Suddenly, you could say something that now is considered offensive, but simply because you didn't know. It's like you don't get a, a bulletin delivered to your home when no. things change. So you got to give people grace on terminology and things like that because the terms that were used regularly are starting to change. And I think every generation goes through this. This is not new. This is like, definitely like, not like new. Like Dr. Phil said on Joe Rogan's podcast, he goes, my secretary has been with me 25 years. Oh, He goes, I'm sorry, let me correct myself. We can no longer say secretary. Exactly. It's my office manager. That's what <laughs> I was I'm, like. I was like, that's wow. That's the point. That's what I want. I wanted to go over some today. So I'm going to like, if you know, I have a lot of listeners that are in our age range. So maybe this will be helpful. But I, I, it prompted me to look some up because mm-hmm. I started thinking like, how many other things am I getting wrong? I didn't know it's unhoused. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to go along with certain things though, man. I, I don't like that because I was raised a certain way. We said a certain thing. All of a sudden, here comes word police or politically correct police. I want to just change our, it's crazy. our mindset or how things I, are said. Right? I know. I, I know. And like, I don't know. What's the difference? Who... Why is homeless offensive, but unhoused not offensive? So what about drug addicts? Is there another term for that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to go over some. I don't know if I have that one, but I'll go over some. So here's another one. And we've used this term a lot because, um, you know, you've battled mental health. Yes, I have. So suicide attempt or killing yourself or things like that, not politically correct. The word Wait is unalived. So you tempted to unalive yourself. No, uh, no, no, no. That's the politically Sorry. correct. Term. Look in the dictionary. That's another one I hear a lot mm-hmm. on TikTok. Uh, unalive. Oh, before my, you know, they'll talk about like, oh, before my husband unalived himself, and I'm like, unalived himself. What the heck is that? It's suicide. Suicide. So suicide, for yeah. whatever reason, the politically correct term is now unalive. But. What's wrong with the term suicide? It's in the dictionary and it has a meaning to it. I'm, I'm a survivor of that. So I'm not saying in a life. Sorry. What I attempted to do was suicide. I know, but is it, that's what I'm saying. Like some of them I can understand. Some of the changes make sense to me because they were like, and I'll get into some of those like masculine driven terminology and things like that as, um, you know, male and female equality and stuff has evolved over the years i can understand some and i'll go over some like pronouns no not pronouns i'm not talking about that but i'm talking about um some terms that Mm. are male driven male driven um but yeah so here's an, an example of one and this one i can understand and i'm shocked that it has lasted as long as it has but it is not politically correct to refer to the main bedroom in a home, the bedroom that has a bathroom in it, as a master bedroom. Because that comes from like master, when there was a master those times. Master like- Like the, the head of the household, the master of the, of the home. So that's no longer politically correct. I can understand that one. The master's now bedroom. We're going, are we going deep like- Back to no, slavery I, days. Yeah, deep. I think that that's what it's evolved from. And correct me if I'm wrong, not positive, but I think, and so now it's primary bedroom. I think that that's a good one. Yeah, primary bedroom. Yeah, because I never called it bedroom, master. Like, I just called it our bedroom. I never no, said master. No, but like um, if you're in real estate, yes, a real yes, estate agent. The mas- you got two masters. I've heard that, You got that, two yes. masters, one yes. master. 
Um, they do not do that anymore. It's the primary. And I think that that one is, um, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's when like, I'm like, oh, definitely. Yeah. Some of them make you think. Yeah. Some of them are like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. I have a list here. So let me see what some other ones are. Man. Um, okay. So here's one. Cause I've heard you say this before. It is no longer politically correct to say forefathers. You have to say ancestors. I don't know why. Hold up. Let me just stop you there. So the forefathers, usually that that means to me, this is just to me. When they say the forefathers are the people who fought and developed this country when the constitution and all that yeah, was written. Yeah, so it's our that's, ancestors. Those are not my ancestors. Though. They're not blood related to me. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't that's make true, sense. Right? I can't call them ancestors. No, They're just, not. I have no lineage to I them. I didn't make these up. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that one doesn't make sense to me, yeah. really. Sorry, I'm going to keep um, the forefathers. Here's this one. This, this next one is to describe something that is um artificial man-made you know uh -huh. like, oh this is a man-made that's a man-made yes. river that's a man-made like yes. now the term is artificial artificial not man-made because it's it's saying that men only which technically probably is true from back then but so man-made is no longer politically correct in anything like it's dubai's to be like beaches artificial. and water over there it's all, yeah we've always we've referred that's to not that. real water not real but beaches. what have we referred to it as we don't say artificial we say oh it's man-made we just mm -hmm. said that yes, because we, we were watching that Netflix yeah, because it's show. not natural they brought all that in and made it like that but it's not politically correct to say man-made mm. Um, okay. another one I have, I've kind of heard this before, like a man in the street, a man in the street was said to describe like an average person, just a man from the streets or a man in the street. Now that's just average person. Oh, here's one that is definitely, definitely can see, can understand this one. So the terminology when someone was like excommunicated from something was, have you heard, heard the term blacklisted? Yes. You're blacklisted. Yes. I think there's even probably podcast name that blacklisted is a terminology like when you are like canceled, canceled. from something. It's the same thing as canceled, basically. But blacklisted is not acceptable, which I can understand why, given this climate. It's banned. Makes sense. That one makes sense. Um, anything that re that refers to men or women now it has to have a universal term. Like you just said, secretary. It's like an office manager, uh, a steward, or a stewardess. Those types of term terms that are like interchangeable, like one there's a woman has one and, and a, a flight man attendant now? has another. Yeah, flight attendant because it has to be gender neutral terms. I've always called them flight attendants. So anything that like nurses, there's males and females. We don't say female nurse or male. There's both. We call them nurses. Anything that like calls out like a man or a woman now it has to be like gender neutral, like a chairman, chairman of the board. It's chairperson now. Um, a oh, like, businessman as a business person. Like the NBA? You know about the NBA, right? The owners no. are not called owners no more. They're called board of governors because- I think that's a good one. want to get away from- Yes. I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it, but as an owner, it's like, those are my players. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, like they I, work the for me. I yes. own them. Like, uh -uh. No, you don't own them. No, you don't own They're them. They're providing a service right. to your business. They are your employees. Yes. Yeah, so I understand. The NBA chains. I, I like that how they're very like culturally, whatever you want to call it, like progressive. Yes. And they're trying. I think they did in the NFL too. I think the too. NBA is, is leading the pack. The best. The best. NFL of, is, sorry. NFL is in the in major leagues. Ages. Major leagues too. Yes. A little bit. I feel like the NBA sets the standard and yes, they does. are the ones that make the moves first mm -hmm. yep 
Um, and then, you know, everyone kind of follows suit. I think the yep. NBA does a better a better job than yes. some of the other professional sports. I think the NFL leagues. is doing it, too. I, I Don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're calling them gov- Board of Governors, too. I think they switched over. I think that's very smart. That's yeah. very smart. Because people did make a stink about owners. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean owners? You own them in which way? Like, you don't own yeah, them. Yeah, no. You're paying them, but they're also, they're also providing you a service to your business, yeah. to the team that you're so the owner of. So it's an employee, kind it's of. Employee, yeah, yes. they're a paid employee. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was interesting. It's not politically <clears throat> correct to say plastic surgery now. It's cosmetic surgery. That one I don't understand. I, 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 I let, me, let me argue this one. I never understood what the hell plastic surgery means. Plastic. Because plastic, plastic. is like the name, like the parts. Like when they would put in something, it was plastic. The b- silicon. Boobs. Yeah. Okay. They would, that's what, I think that's where it came from. Mm, yeah. So yeah. now it's cosmetic surgery. I think cosmetic surgery makes more sense, it's but a, I don't see why plastic surgery would be offensive or politically incorrect. Because you hear people, oh, she's plastic. She's plastic. You know what that means. They're yeah. making, oh, she has fake oh, remember? body parts. Do you remember one time, you guys, I was accosted in an elevator for no reason in Las Vegas. This Mm. woman, who I did not know, out of nowhere, was yelling and screaming at me that I was plastic. That's what she called me. Plastic, remember? She was screaming, you're plastic. And she chased me down the hallway of the hotel. We were at a nice hotel in Vegas, Mm -hmm. the Aria. It looked like she wanted to do the tomahawk chop on me. She had her hand up. And she was ready to do, you were ready to step in. I, st- I did step up. Didn't like, you? Don't like, do that. Yeah. Don't do you, that. Like, she was a big woman. Us. Twice your size. I said, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I was going to be. Because I would knock your ass out defending my wife. Me. Sorry. I and I'll like, knock the dude out your way too. It was for, I, I was shocked because it was she for. She was a bully. Absolutely no Jealousy. reason. But she called me fake and plastic. I'm like, I'm sorry, but do you know anything about me? Do I even know you? Like, nope. it was they were, very They strange. were rude the minute they walked into the fucking elevator. Yeah, it was really weird. I was, I, trust me, I'm, listen, guys, I'm not into hitting women, but if a woman twice the size of my wife's going to attack, course, you're going to get the beat down, that's sorry. That's called self-defense, yeah. or like you're defending me. You see Come these on. knuckles, I train for a reason, not to be a bully, but defend, defend the weaker people. If I see someone getting on, injured on the street, attacked, elderly person, doesn't matter what ethnicity, my wife's already witnessed, I'll do something. I'm most people, I, not to get off topic, I, I chase a kid down. That robbed a Louis Vuitton purse from a woman in broad daylight at the mall. I caught his little ass. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That lady was super happy, crying to my wife, thankful that I was there to do something. Yeah. I didn't and, record. I did something. And the the father, or was it the father, I think, showed up. like, And he was like all kind of homied out or whatever. It was but another he was looking at busy. you yeah. like, you know, another Latin guy, like, come on, like, you're going to you're gonna do that to like our people. Kind of Remember, he so? kind of gave you that. He kind of gave you that, like, you're not going to let him go and you're going to do that to our people. He kind of interfered. I don't know if no. he was a relative Doesn't or what. Doesn't matter. Nope. But he looked he at you like He wasn't a relative. Like he was nosy. He was a nosy kid. Then he, then he called his father over and his father had done time. Like, so? I've yeah. been there too. So your he father don't scare me. But he looked at you as if you should be, like, supporting them. Like, you were one of them. No, nope. It was really sorry. weird. It was I really weird. Sorry. Go get another hustle. You're not going to rob a, da- a lady yeah. of a purse with her daughter in broad daylight. I'm around. No. That was sad. That like could have been my mother. Christmas so no. time. Yep. Sorry, go get a different hustle. Um, some other ones like a cripple. I I feel like a cripple is kind of a hard word, harsh word. And so yeah. now it's a person with a disability, disabled disability. I I feel like no more handicapped. It doesn't. I don't know about that, but crippled is not um, appropriate, which I yeah. can understand. Yeah. So again, anything that has a mm. a male connotation to it, 
So sportsmanship, because that's like a man word, it's now it's fairness. Instead of he has good sportsmanship, like they're good. I'm gonna fair. stick with good sportsmanship. Interesting, right? Because that yeah. one I wouldn't know. Sorry. Um, as hmm. a fireman, no more fireman, no more fireman, policeman. Nope, it's firefighter, police officer. I always called them firefighters, and I always called them cops. I I've called cops. them a, a, I don't a even say fireman. Police officer. A fireman is not appropriate now because you're not allowed to assume that somebody is a man, even if they look like a man. That's what the gender stuff is. It, it, it sounds little... like it sounds like some, something out there is trying to confuse us a little bit. That's what I'm getting. The a inter- bit. This one was interesting because there's an entire company because it used to be called to, to hire people. It used to call it your manpower. Like you need manpower. You need employees to run a business. There mm-hmm. was even a, a temp agency called Manpower. I wonder if they've had to change their name. That. Yeah. You are right. no longer. It's no longer acceptable to use the word manpower. You have to use human resource. No, no. Where is this all coming from? Is there a certain group that's just making the rules for us to change? I don't change know. I'm just. We need to. We need to dig deep into this. Like, what? Where's this all coming from? Because you can't just all of a sudden. I'm going to change this way of society or life because we said so. So I want to know who 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 are these people. I feel people? like there's a I'm fine curious. line. Some of the terminology is derogatory, like slang, and that I get. Yes. But things that are not derogatory. It's just a different way to say the same thing. Some of them I understand, and some of them I don't. No. So like, okay, so we, we use the term fat a lot of times on here. Yeah. That's not politically correct. You're supposed to say overweight or obese. To me, obese sounds worse. That's worse. You're just kind of gassing somebody. People don't obese like to be called obese. Obese just sounds like really like big, but I don't know. It's just, again, you're not allowed to say fat, but can you say skinny? Probably. It's just like, doesn't make sense to me. That's funny. You can offend a skinny person all you want. Talk shit about them, physically fit, and they have no right to say nothing back to you. So like anything that's male or female, and I know a lot of people are messing these up because you're not allowed to necessarily say, where's my waitress? When you're at a restaurant, who, can you call my waitress, waitress, waiter? No. Nope. I thought they call servers. Now, yes, they are a server. Yeah, that's what I always thought. You never I haven't th- used that word, waitress, waitress or waiter. waiter? I saw server. I've always been more modern. I think I've used waitress. I'm not going to lie. I maybe have in the past, but in recent years, server. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just my brain transferred over to server because I've heard it so many times. This one is one I did not know. Illegal <clears throat> immigrant is now irregular immigrant. I've never, I haven't heard that the one. one I never, you know, one I th- I, let, let, let's stay on this topic. The one thing I don't like, don't call them illegal aliens. They're fucking aliens. I hate that word. Yeah, why alien? And don't call Latinos Hispanic. Please, people, don't call us that. We don't like that. Really? Why? It's offensive. Why? We're not Hispanic. We're what, la- I'm a Latino what's, man. Because what, what's the difference? I don't understand. Because it was made up by a certain group of people that oh, called really? us that. Oh, really? See, Maybe. I- It's been on, on forums, and I don't want to get too deep. No, but I don't like but to a get certain, too deep. But a certain group of light. people labeled us that, and we but know who it is. you know what? This is don't the Don't call thing, us Hispanic. Like, We're if, Latinos. And if I understand, once I know that something that I say- could potentially offend somebody, then I wouldn't, I don't say it. Yeah. But what I think is people should get a pass though, if they say something and they're unaware because of the times, because, you know, they're just not uh, informed. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be learning. Yeah. And so that's why I thought some of these were interesting. And I do, and I, I will kind of think twice about some of them because I'm like, yeah, okay, I understand the, the words that are like 
male driven, like even like a manhole. Like why a manhole? That's a good one. I yeah. never thought about that. You're right. A manhole. Why? Because men it? work down in the holes in the sewers. Yeah, but we're assuming that they're all men. I guess it's women too. Like in the manhole, like PG and E workers, they go in the manhole. No, mm-hmm. it's a utility hole. It means that they're doing work down underground. Mm-hmm. It's a utility hole, not a manhole. Um, prostitute, sex worker. I've heard that recent. But sex why worker. is prostitute? Because they want to label them. Bad. Give him a bad name. Is that a You're bad a prostitute? Of course, they want to make him look but derogatory. But sex worker is better. I guess so. That's providing a service. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's. Let's be honest. What do we see on your ninety day fiance show, or or on the? Oh smugglers? no, the, the smugglers. They're the, sex the, worker. They always say sex worker. Yeah, because a lot of people. We'll we'll break it down. Break it down real quick so people understand what we're talking about about the sex workers, sex tourism, sex tourism. Where people go because they go. To you'll have people will travel to foreign countries. Colombia is one of them. Yeah, That's to fine. like Thailand's hire another. prostitutes there. Pretty much, yeah. And they pay them for for sex in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the governments know this, and they're okay with that. They do know. Even our government knows it. It's like, who cares? I'm an adult now. If you're messing around with children on the other side, you should get arrested and prosecuted over there. Well, yeah, for but sure. If I'm an adult male, I'm a single man. And I want to meet beautiful Colombian women. And pay for them? Or is it allowed? Or, or meet them. Or meet them and take them out on a date. I'm not necessarily pay for them. Just meet a beautiful woman. Maybe I have an interest in Yeah, Colombian but is woman. it legal to pay for sex in another country? I don't know, huh? Dude. Depends on the country, you, you're probably. You're talking about the these, these countries out there don't give a shit about it. Because it's legal much. in, isn't it they legal in They want you to go there Nevada? to spend money, babe. They it's want le- you to go spend money. Is yes. it prostitution legal 100%. in Nevada? 100%. So but, it's probably but legal in Not on the strip of Las Vegas. You have to go to the brothels outside of the strip. It's only that's legal. Anything in and around Las Vegas, it's illegal. They don't allow Well, it. make sure you call them a sex worker and not a prostitute. And you can't, and here's the last one I'll, I'll end this little topic with is blind. Blind is derogatory? You have to say visually impaired. I'll stick with blind. So probably not deaf. Can't say deaf either. You got to have to say hearing impaired. Mm-hmm. So some of them I can, some of them confuse me, but some of them I can understand. And I think that it's important to just have an open mind and understand that things change and I'm blind and it's okay to, you know, be wrong sometimes. But if somebody tells you, then, you know, once you know, then it's on you. Now Mm. I know, now you guys know, we're listening to this, you know, so now it's, now you're responsible. But we could, we could stay on here probably for hours and decipher so many words. And it yeah, just, I know. at some point it just gets ridiculous. I just thought it opinion. was a very interesting. No, no, it makes sense. Some of it makes sense. And like I said, I was prompted because I was on TikTok. And TikTok is, I, I would say, primarily it's younger. So you're going to learn a lot of like things from younger people on TikTok. So the unhoused, unalive were terms that I learned on TikTok. Yeah. You know, and that's just kind of like I said, like even like spending a lot of time with my dad these days and stuff like he says certain things that I'm like, hey, dad, like, you know, that's probably not a good thing to say. And he'll be like, I had no idea. He's 82. He comes from a different era. How's he supposed to know? He's not on social media. And so you got to give them a pass. You do have to give older people a pass as long as they're on certain things. When it's racist, they know it's racist. Yes. Yes, but I'm saying things like this. Yes, that's you think different. my dad is going to know the difference between I'm deaf and I'm hearing impaired or whatever? No. You know, certain things. But, you know, if he does ever say anything, I do make it a point to, like, point it out to him. Like, dad, you know that's not appropriate. I feel like yeah. you know. 
like if you say if you hear someone say something and it kind of like hits you some like feels a little like like taken a you're a little taken aback that's a sign that mm, that's not the right terminology do you know do you ever get that feeling sometimes when someone's talking like ooh that wasn't the right thing to say and you just know inherently inside of of you you know that that's doesn't sound appropriate and i think but so the problem is i think there's people that are missing that chip and those are the people that do have they were raised wrong or have they just don't think that way or care and there's a difference and there's the difference there's a difference between being unaware you truly are innocently unaware or you just don't care because you think you are above. True. I think there's a difference. Anyway, switching gears because I thought this was very interesting. Again, I get a lot of my information on TikTok these days, but I follow a doctor on TikTok who mm-hmm. is saying that this disease, they're seeing more and more. It's becoming one of the most common diseases. And there's once I looked into it, I know exactly why. Um, but fatty liver disease. Oh, really? Fatty liver disease is where, and it's um, it's often referred to as NAFLD, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And that's for even people that are not drinkers, because we all know that alcohol crushes your liver over time. It really does do, do a number in your liver. <clears throat> but fatty liver disease is... Um, basically where fat deposits onto your liver listen fat if you're eating in excess your body is you're eating lots of calories your body stores it where it can sometimes it does not store in the right places you can't pick where you lose fat you can't pick where you store fat and some bodies are more genetically predisposed to storing it in the wrong places than others yeah um but if you are eating in excess and you're one of those people, your body decides to store the fat on the liver, it's going to be a really, really detrimental to your health over time. Oh, wow. And I heard that on TikTok and it made me think about something. So when my mom passed away and I was like kind of letting some of her friends know, one of her really good friends that she worked with, um, I was talking to her about some of the conditions my mom had and, you know, what led to her death. And she was like, you know, your mom had fatty liver disease. She was diagnosed when she retired with fatty liver and she confided in me that it had her really worried because she had to get a physical for insurance or something like that. When she retired, my mom was not good about going to the doctor. She never told us that she had fatty liver disease. Oh, wow. But fatty liver disease, it's, if untreated, and if on top of that you do continue to overeat, it'll get worse. And if you also drink alcohol, even if it's not a lot, even if it's occasionally, it will get worse and it will turn into cirrhosis. And my mom did have cirrhosis. And we were shocked. I remember when the doctor came in and said, your mom's liver is cirrhotic. I was like, what? Usually from alcohol, right? It's usually cirrhosis. from alcohol. And for my mom, it was... It started with fatty liver disease 25 years ago. But you know what? In looking at photos of my mom, I realized she gained and lost weight so many times in her life. That is so hard on the body. Like I'm talking about like massive weight gain and massive weight loss, probably three, four, five times in her Mm -hmm. life. She probably fluctuated from 150 pounds to 250 pounds multiple times. Damn. Yeah. In looking at pictures. 
But fatty liver disease, it's going to be like almost like an epidemic. And it's because of the obesity crisis in America. It's is that okay to say? Obesity? Mm-hmm. I'm going to change that. But it is a crisis. It's the truth. Well, it says some of the things the that are the causes are being overweight, obese, insulin resistance, high blood sugar, high levels of fats. Those are all related to being overweight. So is this like a a new thing that people need to really pay attention because they weren't before? Yes. You huh. need to pay how, attention to it. How do they get, you just got to go to your doctor and to yeah, get blood work? Yeah, you can get your, yes. And it, okay. and you Let should you know. be getting screened annually. So it's part of your blood work. Um, your doctor would, would know, you could check with your doctor, but it's definitely something. And they say that if you do, if your score or your, your liver is not functioning properly, that's something that you should check frequently. And there's not a how lot of symptoms. Know? There yeah. isn't. Oh, you don't, it's kind of like, uh, not, not off topic, but kind of like getting our colonoscopy. Like you don't know if you have polyps. Do you go, somebody goes in there and finds them. Yeah, you don't feel you, it. You know what? With the liver though, you do get, there's two li- minimal symptoms. One of them is just low energy, which can be attributed to so many things. But the liver yes. is, is, is responsible for our energy production, which is why after a night of drinking or for a couple of days, sometimes you feel like crap. Um, yeah. But the liver's responsible for energy production, so you'll kind of feel a little weak. And then also, if it's progressing, you might start to feel nauseous. But if, you, if your liver function is really starting to become impaired, then you start to have other like visible symptoms. But at that point, it's pretty well progressed. So you might have swelling of the abdomen, which is when the fluid starts, you know, filling up your abdomen. You might have... Um, um what's oh um jaundice or a yellowing of the skin that's a, a I had, sign ja- I had jaundice a little bit in the hospital i had my leg injury that's what they were telling me my eyes the whites were yellow yeah that's jaundice so your liver was struggling damn um so it's definitely something that crazy i had it and there's so many, it's like, there's so many conditions that are intertwined, but you know, a lot of times people are always talking about like PCOS, hypothyroidism, type two diabetes, fatty liver is now part of that equation because it's, it's one of the things that's associated with, they're all kind of linked to struggles with weight mm. and they can't, the good thing is it can be. The thing about the liver, can it repair itself? the liver can repair it repairs itself, itself, right? As long as it's not too far gone. Yeah. It's not one of those things that's once it's damaged, you can only like prevent further damage. The liver can actually regenerate. People stop drinking, the liver gets way better. Yes. They show, they show like actual, you can see it on. So what, that's the beauty of the liver. Um, data and proof on is it. Is you can, you can do something about it. And so that's what's the sad thing for me with my mom is. Instead of doing something about it, she just decided to ignore it, and then it it got worse. And then she had other issues. You know, she had other issues for sure. She had other issues with her kidneys. But one of the major contributing factors to her death ultimately was the the liver, because wow. she definitely had the fluid buildup in her in her belly, and her she had full blown cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, and she was, you know making it even worse because she was having so much pain in her kidneys that she was drinking alcohol and alcohol. Oh my God. When you have a fatty liver That's and you that. drink alcohol, you are 
you buy us a poor gasoline and light a match. Yeah. You're just even doing it worse. That's your mom's tough. Just she even made it that I know. far. I know. I was tough thinking lady. about that like, today, actually thinking like, cause I was tough. thinking about this, the fatty liver. <clears> and I was like, man, she's tough. She died at 75, which is considered kind of young. Right? Mm, not really. It's it's That's considered a technically life, a full life, but come on, my mom died at sixty five. I feel what like she could have lived so much longer. However, I feel like seventy five for her was a long life for the way she cared for herself. Yeah, and didn't ignore medical problems exactly. and didn't get screenings. I mean, never got a cervical cancer screening, never got mammograms, never got old anything. School. And That's her mom died at fifty nine. Yeah, and you're young. supposed to look to your parents to figure out like what your health is going to be like and the things you need to look out for. It's she's still she's because you know her era is different. They're old school. They're built different. They deal with things their way. Yeah, we're more newer generation. You know, so we we're more progressive. We know. Okay, let's go to the doctor. Let's be let's be smart about. It. Like I know I have diabetes that runs in my bloodline, and I have high blood pressure. It runs in my bloodline, so I got to be aware of those two things. I can't get my weight up because I'll be a diabetic someday. So I got to keep my weight down. And then high blood pressure, I got to take medication. Yeah, because so you know that you're genetically predisposed to certain things. It pisses me off that I have that inside of me, that high blood pressure. Like, man, because I work out and stuff. Yes, my diet is not perfect, but I, I put in the work. I burn a lot of calories. But there I are move. some things that are beyond your control. Mm. Um, the most important thing is to not ignore, is to really be just in tune with how you feel and not ignore things. Yeah. Don't you ignore. know, if suddenly you are nauseous all the time, like you're like nausea, it seems like something so simple, right? Nausea. Nausea is the body's way of letting you know something is wrong. And it can be so many different things. It's all about gut but health. Do not ignore being nauseous because yeah. it's a signal that something's wrong. Especially if it's a lot, if it happens, you know, all the time. That's not. Yeah, like if suddenly I you're rarely just kind of like nauseous and there's no explanation. <clears throat> you're not taking vitamins on an empty stomach. You're not. True. Don't ever take vitamins. That's yeah, a good advice. Don't, don't ever do it. You're I've not, done it. You're oh. not pregnant. You know, if there's no explanation for your nausea and suddenly you're nauseous, <clears throat> get checked until you figure out why you're nauseous. Yeah. Because. Fatty liver and cirrhosis of the liver and things like that can cause nausea. Pan pancreas issues can cause nausea. So many different things can cause nausea. Some that are not, you know, serious and some that are. But it's important to figure out the root cause. Don't go to the doctor and let them tell give you anti-nausea medication. And pay attention to your poop. That doesn't, yeah. I mean, we've talked in, yeah, at, yeah. at length about colon, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like other stuff now, you know, like. You get nauseous a lot? No. No, huh? No, Me not neither. at all. If, you're, if you do get nauseous, it's a sign that something's going on. <clears throat> um, Something is not right. How about even when you get pushed hard at Orange Theory, where you've pushed yourself the hardest? Did you ever get nauseous? Have you been I there? have gotten nauseous from working out, yeah. And usually. I don't get nauseous. Usually it's hard. like I took. <clears throat> I ate something a little too heavy before class or too yeah, close yeah, yeah. to class. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've gotten that feeling. I know what you mean. If I, if I eat like a, for example, like an egg burrito and I go do bad class hour later, no, that's that heavy. needs two, two hours minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when I did the dry try, pushing yourself beyond, like beyond. beyond to that dark place. Yeah. That definitely impacted my nausea. I felt nauseous. I felt like I was going to throw up at any moment. But that's different. You can attribute it to something. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like if you're suddenly sick to your stomach 
and it doesn't go away after like a week, you know, because if you have a little bug, usually two to three days, a week, something's up. Yeah. Look into it. Figure it out because something is not right. And I think it's just important to be really in tune with your health in, in a lot of ways because then you know when something's different. Know your baseline of how you normally feel. <clears throat> and then you will know sooner than later if something's wrong. If you are treating your body like crap, you eat like crap, you eat things that you know you're not supposed to eat that make you feel sick, you're lactose intolerant, you eat lactose anyway, you're gluten intolerant, you eat gluten anyway. So you kind of always feel like crap. You won't be able to differentiate if something new is happening. That's funny you say that. Right. Joe Rogan talked about that. People don't feel good. He goes, it's because they don't feel good because they're not putting the right stuff into their body. That's the that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I actually just had a conversation with my clients about that. Like, listen, it's not fair. I'm not saying it's fair because there are some of you that are sensitive to many, many things and you have to watch it and you have to avoid many, many things. And I'm sorry. I can't control that. There are some people that are not sensitive to very many things at all. That's me. Um, and they're lucky. I'm, I'm not. I've gotten. You're not. No, I used to be sensitive to a few things, but I've gotten in check. <clears throat> and now I'm no longer. So I can eat a lot of things. I can eat dairy. I can eat gluten without issue at all. But if I was sensitive to gluten and it made me feel sick and bloated or whatever, I would not eat it. It's the equivalent to you're putting the wrong gas in your car and you're expecting your car to run. Yep. If your car is not a diesel engine and you decide to put diesel gas in your car, what would happen? In a regular power motor. As a car guy, what would happen to the car? Dude, you'll be lucky to make it through the day without your motor. Your motor's going to run like crap. You're probably going to hear knocking because it's not exploding internally correctly because it's not the right fuel. Probably break down that day. Right. That's no If you're lucky, you, might, you might last a few days. Our are literally no different than that. But yet we don't understand. We want to fill it with things that we know we're not supposed to eat just because we like them. We want to drink alcohol all the time because it's the cool thing to do to drink wine every night with dinner. And then we wonder why we have no energy. We wonder why we're, we're unable to get up early. We don't have a good morning routine. It's like, it's not rocket science. True. You know, I choose to have, to indulge and enjoy cocktails once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But course. it is not without a price. I always feel it. The next day. Because you'll work out the next day like me. I will feel it. I feel, I'm like, wow, I do not feel my best. But I know why I don't. Because I made a conscious decision to have a couple cocktails. Which is okay if you are doing those kinds of things in moderation. Yes. But you cannot continue to abuse your body and then expect it to do the things you want. Why am I not losing weight? Why am mm. I feeling like crap? But you don't, you're not listening to your body your body is very smart it gives you signals when it doesn't like something there's a reason why we get hung over your body's saying hey you drank Enough. too fucking much last night yeah, and dummy. now i feel like shit thank you very much yes can i can i can we change while we're uh not to get off topic but you know the politically correct stuff we talked about mm -hmm. can we stop calling ourselves this our body called vessel maybe people will respect your vessel more that's what i look at it, my vessel i gotta take care of my vessel you always not say vessel vessel i do because it is a vessel it's energy. There's energy inside of us while we're alive. There's a, there's a living energy inside of us. But in order to keep the vessel alive and healthy, you got to treat it with respect. 
mean you got to sleep, water, put the right nutrients into your vessel, vitamins. Yeah, I like vessel. I also like to think of my body. It's a machine. Like, a machine. I was just going to say it's that. a machine. When you train, what do you feel like? When you're a beast and out, like a machine. That's what I feel I like. I like to think of it as an amazing, very intricate machine. Yes, it is. And... Thinking of... There's a billion things going on in your body right now that you have no control over. So internally. many different things that are happening on autopilot. Yes. Like speaking into this mic, my brain's telling my lips to move and to let my voice out be heard. That's my hands. It's so... It's, it's crazy. Like there's those, all these little processes going on at all times. All times. And so you have to think like when you are putting something into your body, like how it's affecting those processes. Like you don't want to jam up the machine, right? No. That's When somebody overeats, that's what I feel like. And I'm one of those people. Like Me I don't too. like to get to that point. I feel, I feel it. I feel my, my stomach gets big. You shouldn't have to like unbutton your, I mean, you overate. Your yeah. machine has to work on overdrive when you do that. Mm -hmm. It is, it feels so much better to not, to enjoy your food, enjoy your, but, but have your portions manageable so that your machine doesn't get, you know, overstuffed mm -hmm. because then your machine has to work very, very hard Yep. and other things will get ignored. It's going to have to stop the other processes and all go to the digestion department and figure this out because Susie Q has just offloaded a ton of stuff into the machine. If we think about our bodies like a machine that way and that we don't want to malfunction it, and listen, a bad malfunction means lights out. That's exactly. That's what you got to look at. When your, when your vessel, vehicle vessel malfunctions, your motor blows in the car, it's game over for us. The motor in a, in, a, in a real car can be fixed, but for us, it's over. Yeah, but you know what? Think about this. Our cars, it's a perfect example. I think how you treat your car is going to be how, you tr how you're treating your body. So are you one of the per people that just goes and goes and goes until the car just doesn't start one day? Or are you listening to the sounds? Yes. Are you noticing something different? Yep. Are you paying attention to the nuances of your car? And when you go, oh, you know what? It's, it's doing a little something different. I'm yep. going to have it looked at. Yep. Or are you the person that just goes, oh, oh, well, it's still running. So you will run it. And guess what? Never get an oil change. Never does a tune if up. Nothing. run it run until it, it breaks down, your repair costs are going to be astronomically more. Way more. Whereas if you took it in, the minute that something seemed off, you can get in front of something and save some damage. It's going to be a lot cheaper. If we would think about our bodies like that, like, hey, you know, something's a little off. Let me figure it out so I can fix it. Instead of just going and going and going until you have a major malfunction, you're hospitalized, you have emergency surgery. Listen, a Non-emergent surgery or treatment plan is much better than like emergency surgery because you just had a heart attack and now you have quadruple bypass surgery and you just had a heart attack, but your mm -hmm. body is supposed to recover from that. Exactly. So you have to think about those things. The more that you can get in front of things like that, you know, the better in the long run. And I know that it's a lot, it's easy to just keep driving the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, you women are terrible at getting oil changes. Even getting your water changed out every once in a while. You got to do a radiator flush, tune-ups. I, I make sure all my cars are always maintained, maintained before they, you know, break down. Yeah. Any I mean, little I, thing I feel, I call my mechanic. Hey, let me look it over. It's interesting because I, I have to say, I used to be the person that would, you know, when I was younger, drive my car until it 
didn't run anymore. And I don't feel like I'm like that now. I, if I heard something or if something didn't seem right, I would definitely say something. Um, but I think that that's directly correlates with the, how, how I treat my body too. Yeah. Cause I definitely, I used to be that person that I didn't, I just kind of always felt bloated. I always felt sick a little bit after I ate. I always overate. I always had to eat, unbutton my pants. I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Eat until you are full. That's because you got to understand something too, where our parents come from, that their mentality, your parents grew up poor. So did mine. There's times my mother told me a story where. They would drink coffee for dinner because they'd have no food. So that being said, what do you think they come with the mentality of America and have kids? Like, oh, no, my kids aren't going to starve. You're going to eat everything on that plate. I don't want none. I went hungry. I don't want my kids going hungry. Oh, yeah. At the same time, it's setting us up for failure. Yeah. And I see it now when I'm walking around or I'm going to a grocery store and I see these kids like, dude, what's, what's wrong with this picture? I see the mother. I see the kids and I'm like, oh, they're heading down a bad road. Yeah. They're already obese at that young age. Like, what's to come when they get older? It's sad. It's hard. And it's that mentality. Like, you're giving your kids too much. But it comes from a scarcity mindset. I think so. That's all they got to put it on. Well, my kid's not going to go hungry. And so it comes from that, like, scarcity mindset. I know Mm -hmm. my dad's kind of like that. We grew up like that. We had to clean our plate. But even now, I have a constant, like, daily debate and argument with him because he's worried that his dog is not eating. She's not eating enough. I'm like, dad. She weighs 10 pounds, right? Nine or 10 pounds? She's fat. Yeah, I'm not, not allowed to say that. She's overweight. She's overweight. I said, dad, her, she's her stomach's eating. stomach's probably this tiny. He's perceiving. He's feeding it like it's this big. Right, because he's putting food on a plate and she doesn't eat all the food on the plate. He's perceiving that as she's not eating. I said, dad, it's not about what she leaves on the plate. It's what her body is doing. Yes. If she is not losing weight, then she is not under eating. In fact, she's gaining weight. You are overfeeding her. She should want to eat everything on in her dog bowl. The fact that she isn't means that you are putting too much in Facts. that bowl. Because what happens with our dogs? They eat everything they off eat the bowl. Everything. But we measure everything's measured for us. That means they are food. yes, and their their weight is stable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You have to look at what her body's doing. I said he worries. He goes, I'm so worried about Cookie. I said, Dad. She's fine. Look at her. She's not underweight. She's not losing weight. In fact. You're overfeeding her. And every day it's the same story. And I cannot, he cannot wrap his head around it. And I know that this is why I had that issue is because that's how he treated us as kids also. It's how he treats his dog. It's like the scarcity mindset. He's literally worried sick about her starving and she is thick. I mean, thick. she's she weighs more than Can we Charles. say that word? Thick? I don't know. Are we allowed to say thickums? Uh, thickums. I don't know. Now I'm going to second guess myself every little thing. Hey, but listen, if I call someone thick, you call me that too. I'm not, I'm not exactly a skinny no, dude. thick is like a good thing I now. I got meat on my bones. Look at, um, uh, what's that song? I always tell you that. Sing that song. It's thick 30. <laughs> no, I said something. I made a comment about like it's looking thick back there or something. What do you mean? It's, I love you calling oh, me when, fat. I was okay. like, no. Oh, when you said me, I was looking thick. Yeah, yeah, you I said I was thick and I was like, oh. <gasps> No. Am I looking big? No. You're like, no, you're just thick in a good way. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't like that. It's, me- word for it's meaty me. back there. It looks good. I'm meaty and thick, apparently. Um, I'm anyways. referring to her buttocks. Anyways, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Hopefully, uh, we may have broadened your horizons a little bit, especially if you're in our age range and maybe you're not on TikTok to know that you are now saying unhoused and alive and all of the other goodies that we went over today. But thank you so much for tuning Before in. Before we cut you off, though. I want to say something real quick. You have a TikTok, and if 
any of your followers have TikToks and have a big platform on there, get ready to exit out of TikTok. Congress is close to like banning it from the USA. Just letting you guys know. I saw it on the news this morning. Are you serious? Yes, they want it off because there's too much uh there's too much spying going on because it's it's they're saying it's owned by, you know, Chinese company or something over there and they're getting too much of our data. Do you know? I don't, that, I don't know if it's true or not, or to protect us, or they're just hating. I don't know the specifics. Do you know how many people? Like, I have a pretty big platform. That's I my know. biggest platform is TikTok. I know, actually, it's, it's sad. But like, you know how many people are like their entire livelihood is TikTok. Mi- there's people who have millions of followers on there, make lots of revenue. But yeah, Congress is ready to. You know what I have to do is I have so to be careful. Tell, so- I have to remember to tell my um, TikTok audience to follow my instagram you need to push that now don't wait now like i'm telling you they're, they're real close because i've talked about it before but now it's that's know. crazy well yeah. anyways guys thank you so much for listening we'll see you on the next one see ya